the Protectors of the Wood podcast. Everything is at stake. The destruction of our planet is becoming real life. This podcast tells the story of misfit teenagers struggling to band together and help to lead our world through the crisis. Episode 4. Sammy tells Phoebe the news. Phoebe hears of the Geddon Corporation buying up the town. She realizes that she needs allies, people she can trust. Hey, kiddo, come on in. The door's not locked. For you, I'm always open. Phoebe pulled open the glass door and sat at the counter. Sammy's big smile gave her a tremendous feeling of relief. Sammy, you still look the same. Thank God. And the coffee shop looks the same. I hope it lasts forever. And look at those new shelves in the back. A few heads of lettuce still unsold. That must be where Penny sells her breads and muffins now. The only change is a good one. Sammy nodded and beamed another bright smile. What a pleasure to see you. Have a cup of coffee on me. So what are you up to? Well, I injured my knee twice and can't play soccer anymore. I'm looking for something to do. Uh, with your energy, you'll be busy in a week. Mark my words. I hope so. But things have changed around here. What happened to Louie and the old professor? They were fine last summer. Oh, uh, well, they were getting old and needed the money. You know how it is. Phoebe sipped her coffee and looked out the window, seeing the new facade of Scudder's Market. What's with Scudder's? He just opened two years ago, and suddenly his store looks like Disneyland. Is he rich or something? <laughs> something called investors. But don't get me started on that. I might say more than I should. But one thing I'll tell you confidentially. A few months ago, I was thinking about uh, retiring. They heard about it somehow and wanted my store too. But I decided to live another 20 years and stay open every single one of them just to put a spike in their wheel. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. But tell me, is Scudder trying to take over the town? What's up with that? Uh, well, I'm not sure it's really Scudder behind all this. Phoebe noticed Sammy's eyes stray to a newspaper on the counter nearby. She reached over and pulled it close. What's in the Middletown Standard these days? Hmm. Look at this. Good news for Middletown. 
by Jerome Peabody. With pride and a spirit of celebration, we take this opportunity to be the first to announce that Geddon Insurance Group will be moving its headquarters to Middletown over the coming year. Our sources assure us that a firm decision has been made. And a search committee already has its eyes on potential properties. It goes without saying that a move of this sort will bring support for our local economy. And the kind of jobs and neighbors our citizens have been hoping for. Hmm. The Geddon Insurance Group? Citizens we've been hoping for? What's going on here? <laughs> Bad news for Middletown, that's what. It's Milton Morphy's colossal outfit. They're after every property they can find. Milton Morphy? My sister just asked me if I remembered him. I, I may have met him once. It was creepy. <laughs> You've got that right. And he's back with enough money to buy anything that's for sale. Sammy, that's terrible. At least for me. I was hoping to get a job at Gilligan's toy store. But I noticed the padlock on the gate and the closed sign on the door. Is it possible? Could he have sold the toy store? Phoebe heard her heart beating. Her hand trembled. I wish I didn't care so much. This is unbearable. Well, stop looking at me like that. Has he or hasn't he? I can see you know something. Uh, I know many things. So listen carefully. You're grown up now. And there's a lot going on in this town. You can trust me, but I've got to trust you too. Don't repeat what I say, got that? Our conversation is for you only. And it's not only about the toy store. I get it. Please count on me. I can handle it. I'm dropping out of college and plan to stay here in Middletown. I just have this feeling. This may sound stupid, but I have a feeling that there's something important for me to do here. I need to look for friends who feel the same way. Mama, will you look at that? Growing up is what they call it. Okay, we're a team. And you should know that Gilligan can't run that store to save his life. He hired George to help him, but George is driving him crazy. Gilligan's getting a divorce, and that's driving him him crazy. And he needs money, and that's driving him crazy. For your ears only, he may have sold already. But I don't know for sure. It's barely possible that you could be in time to save the store, and Gilligan, well, <laughs> Gilligan too. You used to tell me that one hand washes the other. You're probably the only person besides your father who could save that place. 
And I've got an interest in this. Don't forget, we used to share customers, families, bringing kids for children's books and games, and then stopping here for lunch. We used to close the block and run holiday events. Your father and I were a team. We were all a team. But those days are gone. Phoebe went pale and stared at the countertop, shaking her head. Oh, come on now. You're grown up. Pull yourself out of it. There's plenty to do here, with or without Gilligan. The toy store is not the only show in town. So put a smile on your face. Give yourself a week to look around. Yes, yes, talk to Gilligan, but look around. In fact, I recommend you hurry over to the church right now. That's a major event going on as we speak. Come back anytime, and I'll give you more advice for your ears only. Phoebe put a crooked smile on her face and stood up. Dr. Bear told me about Reverend Tuck. I'm on my way. Uh, you're the best, kiddo! This is just the beginning! In a few seconds, Phoebe was out the door and limping up Bridge Avenue. The toy store was still closed and the street was deserted. She reached the intersection of Bridge Avenue and Old Stone Road, just in time to see a stream of people spill out of the church. Some crossed Bridge Avenue and crowded around the benches in front of the Middletown Standard Office, and others crossed Old Stone Road and passed just in front of her. She stepped back against the wall of the gift shop and watched. I can't believe that. The crowd was full of loud voices. Oh, what kind of what laughing kind of and cursing. I don't know what oh my gosh, I can't believe that. This is strange. A lot of people, but certainly not the whole congregation. They must have walked out in the middle. It's like they're angry, yet sharing some joke. They walked on by as if I'm invisible. Ah, look at those two. So close together. That short, heavy one runs Hickory Investments across the street. And the tall, thin one sends shivers up my spine. He's a fool, a jerk. How this town tolerates him is more than I can say. Here's what I think of his proposal. The man ripped a sheet of paper in half and let the pieces fall to the sidewalk. But a dangerous fool. He'll never join us. Him and a few others I could name. They must be defeated. This game has gone on long enough. It's time to take their pieces off the board. The thin man's cold voice made Phoebe shudder. Her skin crawled. Something about him touched a memory in her mind. The two men stood a few feet from her, 
surveying the departing crowd. Let the Reverend talk. Who cares? No one believes this stuff. I can't believe they don't see me. I'm a ghost, floating among them. So this is what Dr. Bear was talking about. Reverend Tuck needs our support, she said. I'll say, I don't know how Tuck could ever handle this. Ow, I don't know. Maybe there is something to this whole climate change issue. See what I mean? Even some of us are persuaded. Tuck is dangerous. I'm telling you, him and the rest of that group leave us only one option. In fact, I've got an idea. Let's move along. Listen to this. Ooh, creepy. Such an odd couple. Like sinister clowns. But nothing humorous about them. Reverend Tuck is dangerous? To who? I've known him my whole life. She stooped and picked up the torn sheet of paper. It was easy to fit the pieces together and read it. Dear members of the congregation, our church council presents this proposal for your approval. Hmm. From Reverend David Tuck. It's like a vote. Let's see if I approve. We believe that human activity is changing the climate and environment of our Earth and destroying countless species of plants and animals at an accelerating pace. We believe that this destructive activity constitutes a sin in the sight of God and that we are called upon to take responsibility for the health of our planet and the nourishment and support of the vast diversity of life. We believe that this mission is a crucial calling of this congregation at this time. Whoa! Now this is to the point, hitting the nail on the head. The sidewalks and the steps were empty. With great curiosity, Phoebe limped across the street and up the steps to the gigantic old church doors and slipped inside. Thanks for listening to the Protectors of the Wood podcast and stay tuned for our featured song of the day. Find all our podcasts, songs, and projects on our website, protectorsofthewood.com. And to all the eco-warriors out there, remember that everyone can make a difference and every action counts. Come follow me 
It's all right, you see. There's nothing for you to fear. Come on over here. You can see me through your tears. I listen to you. I hear what you say. Go ahead and cry from your heart. I'll see you part with me. There's always a way. I'll see you wherever you are. We can't be too near or too far. Any place you may happen to be. You found. Just walk through the door. In my world, there's always some more. The best is in store. The real story goes on and on. you found